The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It is 2.05 on this, the Monday edition of the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News, broadcasting live from the Jerry Forbes Center. We are at the depot for 6.30 Chad's Santa's Anonymous. And would you look at that? The activity, the, it's a, what were you going to say, Andrew's here? I was going to, I was Would you look at that? Would you look at that? Look who's here with the smell of disappointment from Vegas written all over it. You know, I would not, no, no, let's, let's not characterize it as disappointed. I I think it was expected a funk of failure at the (laughs) funk of failure you know what i i walked in to the venetian uh whatever a week ago Uh i i still had my suitcase Uh, i had my jacket still on my winter clothing from your hope (laughs) everything was still intact Uh, i sat down to the first machine i won 250 dollars on the first spin yes you texted me i know i I, right away i was like oh this is going to be a different kind of trip nope uh turns out that's not true (laughs) after a week in vegas i am starting to suspect the odds are in the favor of the casino Mm. i have no proof of that how many trips has it been oh we've got to be up around 15 or 20 uh-huh. now probably yeah just figuring it out well you know what you get what you you get what you pay for we got we were entertained uh you know it's fun if a game takes a hundred dollars from me but it takes an hour or two hours to take that's that from okay. me i'm totally okay with yeah. that that's cheaper than a show and longer frankly <laughs> we did go see andrew dice clay i heard I, I oh did you hear from carol yes on saturday night uh-huh. yeah yeah she was at your house hours before i was able to make it there but <laughs> she was. was was she disappointed yes yes as was i yeah she said it was um there was it was just bad she said it was yeah honestly um you know it it's one of those things where you don't realize how much you've evolved until you go back in time because he might have been he's just beyond his best before date is probably the nicest way i can put it rape jokes are probably not um, she said multiple upon multiple yes, rape jokes. Yeah. And she says sooner or later, you got to realize that. Well, you do have to realize when the crowd's not giving you the reaction you expected. Mm. So picture a sold-out room mm. um, full of nothing but Andrew Dice Clay fans. It's and not, no one's laughing. And they're not laughing. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's just not funny. And it's not, uh, you know, Andrew Dice Clay... Um, built a career on being inappropriate mm-hmm. but there's a masterful way to be inappropriately funny and you have and you can evolve and still be inappropriately funny and you he can by the sounds what i'd be more interested in knowing from him is given his career which was hugely successful and continues to this day and he's still drawing in big audiences i would like to know how he's evolved like i would like yeah. as an audience member as a not as a comedian but just as a person who paid for a ticket or two i would like to know how he's adapted to this new world. I don't think by the sounds of it he is. He isn't, but he must be, though, because it's Mm. still, to me, it's an act that he's doing on stage. It's still shocking, but it's not as cleverly shocking as it once was. Or or is it just simply the fact that people um, who see Andrew Dice Clay remember him from the 80s and think, hey, let's go see him. Remember how, you know, we enjoyed it back then? And that's why maybe the the show is is selling. Here's what I thought. Do you remember when we had, uh, was it Trooper we had on, or uh, no, Glass Tiger we had on. And we never, this wasn't on air, but off air, 
um, because I wonder about these kind of things. And I said, how, how often do you get asked if you're writing new material? And, yeah. he, and, and he was very polite. Uh, the fellow I talked to from Glass Tiger, he said, look, we know who we are. Do you remember that? Oh, Sam Reed, yeah. Yeah, he said, we know who we are. We play our hits and uh, people have a good time and then we leave. We're not looking to develop new new material. And in Andrew Dice Clay's case, I would have, he didn't do Hickory Dickory Dock or, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things that you would go, well, this is what I remember about yeah, Andrew yeah. Dice Clay. If I were him at this point, I would just hit the high points, get rid of the rape jokes and, and collect the check. I think that would be very good advice, actually. Yeah. It would be very, very good advice, but yeah. And yeah. the woman who opened for him, I can't believe I'm the one saying this because, you know, I never criticize comics. I never do, but... She was also gratuitously dirty for no particular reason. And a lot of F-bombs and that kind of thing where you're just like, I don't think that joke needed that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. So it was like, uh, but it was interesting to be an audience member in a comedy club. Yeah. And my, you know, my, my heart goes out to everyone who's ever bought a ticket to see me in a comedy club. Because <laughs> I had realized, I had no idea how expensive the drinks were and how packed in you were. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, especially you're in Vegas, right? That doesn't help either. So. I know. And then we had to stand in the line oh. as well for almost an hour to get in. Oof. And listen to, we actually, it was sort of funny because the most offensive thing of the evening, to be honest with you. Was uh, the lineup? Was the lineup. Because the guy beside us, you know how it's one of those bands? lineups where it goes up and back. So we kept crossing paths with this couple who were from Edmonton, Mm. uh, but they didn't know, we didn't introduce ourselves or anything. And they were talking to a couple behind them who were not from Edmonton. And uh, they had asked the couple behind and said, oh, so where are you folks from? As you will do when you're on vacation. Mm. Oh, we're from Edmonton, right? So we we perked up right away. And oh, the home of the Oilers, uh, the uh, couple Mm -hmm. from Texas says. And yeah. And then this guy goes into a description of what's wrong with the Oilers, 630 Ched, Bob Stoffer, like just this. Yeah, we just you know, Carol kept looking at me. I'm like, nope, not doing it, not doing it. <laughs> and and fraught with error, I might add. Fraught with error. Uh, Opinion's one thing, but you have to stick to the facts. It was funny, though. I was waiting for them to bring up our show, to be honest with you. That's why I... And then you would have... Well, then I would have said something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about that Andrew Gross guy? All right, that does it, buddy. <laughs> Anyways, it's good to be back. The so, week went um, well. Yeah, the week went really well. My question to you was, Saturday you had a gig. You originally told me your gig was in White Court. Was it in White Court or Wainwright? It was in Wainwright, but oh, I headed to White Court. <laughs> they both start with W. You headed to White Court. I did, and the only thing that caught me was the <laughs> fact that I... Uh, actually, I just got this text from a comedian that I assume sells out... Uh, calling out Mick Rooms on a comedian that sells out arenas. He doesn't sell out arenas. We saw him at a comedy club, and it wasn't full. So anyway, yeah. uh, seats 120 and it had about 100 in it. Um, yeah, so I, I, I had asked the customer, how, how long does it take to get to your town? And he had given me a time estimate, and I'm like, yeah, fine. So when I put white cord into the GPS, and I know how to get to white cord, but I just wanted to be sure. And it said two and a half hours. I thought, well, that's weird, because normally customers always exaggerate the time because they're afraid you're going to be late. Um, so I drove for probably about 15 or 20 minutes before I thought, you guys should just check that. And yep, sure enough, Wainwright, Wainwright. not Whitecourt. Totally opposite directions. Yeah. yeah. And no shortcut between the two of them. No. Well, and, and thank you for popping by my house later on in the evening. Well, that, that was, was always great. the plan. Yeah, I, well, I didn't know about that Right, plan, so, so you had a surprise pre-birthday slash anniversary party? Is oh. it your anniversary? 
It was the anniversary of our engagement. Oh, I see. You celebrate that? Yes, because okay, it was that's a good. spectacular engagement. Okay, so fair it was enough. Like one of the best days in the history. Sure, no judgment my on my life. part. Yeah. yeah, no, but and then because Coach is really busy all next weekend, um, and next weekend a week today is my birthday, so he's all busy. <laughs> next so he's week, too so. busy for your birthday. Well, he his musical theater. Yeah, no, no, for sure. No, again, Friday, no judgment. Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. So yeah, yeah, I don't get to see him next week. So. Well, it was a good time. I, I didn't arrive until midnight. Of course, it's a long way from White Court, Wainwright. And sorry for walking into that mess. That was a cluster. <laughs> Do you know, I've enjoyed, I enjoy the company of anybody you have at your house. Yep. I've always enjoyed the times I've spent over there, but I've never joined it three or four hours in. And so that's a different perspective on things. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? Let me try and catch up here if I can, which I think I did in the uh, end. Yeah. Anyway. anyway yeah. Um, and uh, thank you to uh, Mr. Train at 75th Street for... Um, closing, closing down, just shutting down traffic for, <laughs> I don't know how long on the drive to get here today. It was, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Just sitting there waiting, looking at the clock. Am I going to make it here on time? I pulled an Andrew Gross today is what I did. You sure did. I walked in, sat down, and uh, we turned on the mic. Yeah. How often is it that you're here first? I don't think it's ever happened, honestly, in the five five years we've been together. So, thank you. Well, I wasn't worried. It would have been more uh, concerning if I was still away. Yeah. And you weren't here yet. But I sat down and tried not to look panicky. But here, <laughs> tried not to look panicky. Everyone's like, where's Jay Leno? I'm sure she'd be here. That, that, that flop sweating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, on the show today, ladies and gentlemen, we are broadcasting live from the Jerry Forbes Center from uh, 630 Chess Santa's Anonymous uh, Depot, where everything happens. And they're still, they're still unpacking all the toys uh, from the uh, Oil King's Teddy Bear Toss on the weekend. What was it? 14900 and 60 toys that showed up on the ice that... Uh, 14,122. Oh, okay, there you go. A record. Well, good on you. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to have some fun with that a little later on uh, today. We do have Michael Buble tickets to give away today. Plus, we have tickets to the Oilers skills game uh, mm-hmm. to give away. And how about those Oilers winning last night? Anybody see that coming at all? I didn't. What, the win? Yeah. Against the Flames, I thought, oh, we're doing so well. Wouldn't it be great if we could, you know? And then I didn't. I honestly did. It's not that I don't have confidence. Well, it, it sounds like you don't have confidence. Well, I don't. So I guess it is like I don't have confidence. They're playing fabulously. Yeah. With no explanation for why the turnaround. Hitchcock's the only difference. How about Bob Cole calling the game last night? Mm, can how I about just, that? Can I just say? Um, and it was funny because on Twitter it went from one extreme to the other, like back to back to back t- tweets. But as soon as they said Bob Cole calling the gla- game, yeah. I was like Bob Cole because what a voice, what what a voice right there. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, call the game. <laughs> oh, you're going there, hey? Okay, well I'm I was just, just going to say ignore- that. It felt to me a little bit like I know that uh, Bob Cole is a, a legend. Legend. He's 85 years he's old. He's iconic, and he's also a curler. But it, it felt a little bit like he was calling a curly match. A little well, bit. Then he just sh- pass it over there. Well, that and the fact. And listen, not- I heard Dasher board about three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he knew the name of the Dasher board I for had sure. To ask my husband, what's a Dasher board? <laughs> yeah, I had I to ask that the other day. <laughs> um, uh, Michael, Jack Michaels, and. Uh, Bob Stauffer, we're talking about a rebound off a dasher board a couple of weeks back, and I finally texted Reed to go, what, what is a dasher, dasher board? But it's that little yellow yeah. thing along the ice surface by the boards, right? Or on the boards. I, I felt like um, 
And again, I don't know how people do play-by-play, football, hockey. I don't know. Mm. And I, I'm amazed to listen to it because I could never remember all the names. or any, And I certainly wouldn't pronounce them right. Anyone who's listened to this show for more than a week knows I can't nail a name to save my life. But it was funny to hear, um, oh, when the goalie passes it. <laughs> and a nice, uh, a nice clear by that, Edmonton Oilers. Oh, should probably put name bars on the back or something. Mick. David. Oh, he, could, he kept calling him David. That's the only thing that actually kind of irritated me for some reason. Oh, I think you just weren't hearing the Mick part. Well, maybe. Oh, look at all of those teddy bears over there. Look at the ginormous teddy bear. Look at that is a big, giant I know. Monosaurus. And you know what? You were right and I was wrong. It was last year that it was 14,122 teddy bears were tossed onto the ice. This past Saturday night, it was 14,981 oh. stuffed animals rained down on Rogers Place. I and pulled that number out of my head. Yeah, good for you. And uh, the Oil Kings went on to win the game, by the way, against the Kamloops Blazers 3-2 in overtime. So a successful night all around for the team and for Santa's Anonymous. All righty. We'll take a break here at 218. Uh, when we come back, Alana is going to join us on the show, get an update, our weekly update on what's happening uh, here at the Depot. It's a busy, busy place. Stick around as we continue to broadcast live from the Jerry Forbes Center. We're on location at uh, Santa's Anonymous Depot, 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous Depot, 12122 68th Street. If you're dropping by to drop off toys, we'd love for you to drop by and say hello. Yeah, uh, we were going to grab Lana, but she's she's busy. She'll, she'll pop over when she well, gets a you chance. Know, this you know is that? a busy time of year for, it is. for Lana. <laughs> I mean, delivery day is Saturday. That's delivery right. day is Saturday. There's a lot to get done between, uh, between now and then. She's walking over towards us now. Maybe she can come talk to us now. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, sit down. Come on and sit down. Lana, make yourself at home. Wow, she's moving a little slow, eh? It's she's tiresome. <laughs> there you go. Well she's not tired. She's tired. I want to thank you first of all, Lana, for uh shutting the doors Aww. to the uh, trucks. That we're loading as we came in this afternoon. It was a little on the noisy side, but it's calmed down now. It, it has, but, you know, that doesn't mean it's not going to get uh, noisier again. There you go. What's the little note and uh, stuffy you have? So this is a note and a used stuffy, which we don't give out to kids. Mm-hmm. But this note was attached to it. Jaylene, I'll read it to you. Um, that came in through the teddy bear toss. It says, and it's a frog. It's a frog. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. It says, uh, I am Fred. I was born January 14th, 2011, which makes me seven years old. I will help you through a lot of tough times. If you flip my eyes, it will make me look happier from Tristan. <laughs> and so he's, this is a youngster, you can tell by the handwriting, yeah. who's wanting to share his his frog with uh, another child. Aw, that's, that's beautiful. Very nice. Oh, Isn't that, that makes it all worthwhile right here, hey? Right? Absolutely. Hear these stories. Well, you've got a lot of things that make it worthwhile, Lana. A lot of success. Let's start with the teddy bear toss. Another record set on Saturday night. What's up with that? So that means next year we're going to hit the 15,000. Well, I hope that's true. You fell, what, 19 short of that uh, (laughs) on Saturday night. So tell us about that. How long has that teddy bear toss been going on? Uh, It's been going on about um, 12 or 13 years. Wow. And uh, we've been the recipients 
uh, for about 10 years. And the players themselves wore a special uh, jersey uh, on Saturday night. Now, what happens to those jerseys? So those jerseys, many of them get auctioned off for, for us, and they do them right at the game. They have a silent auction. Oh. And uh, there's been, I hear, a lot of interest from collectors throughout North America. Um, so there may be another announcement if it hasn't already happened. Oh. oh. Okay. So All keep right. tuned for that if you're interested. Or, or I have one with my name on it. I will sell you. Do you really? With yes, yes. The last couple of years they've given me given me one. So um, yeah. I'm just trying to think whether or not I do want that. What size is it? Oh, you shouldn't ask the woman that. <laughs> Sorry, I just got glared up. All right, fine. If it fits me, it'll fit you. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So right now, I'm guessing as I'm watching all of this, we're still unbundling all of these all of these uh, stuff toys. We are. We are. The uh, the brick gave us a 53-foot trailer, which we had the volunteers jam-pack that thing so full before it left uh, Roger's place on Saturday. And then we had the Evil Roller Derby team here um, unloading with a couple of our staff. Took them about an hour and a half or half a dozen of them to unload it. Then we had about 60 scouts um, just little guys, yeah. beavers and scouts and some of their uh, parents. Oh. Oh, I thought when I, I read scouts before that it was NHL scouts. No, that no, actually no, makes no, far no, more no, sense. No, no. Okay, these, yeah. are, these are people shorter than your elbow. Yeah. <laughs> um, that They came in Sunday morning and they worked for almost three hours and taking everything out of the bags, if there were any that weren't in a bag, lying them on a tarp so they can get wet, putting the used ones in another box and sorting them out. And then we've had groups in all day today still doing it. So it's uh, it's a definitely an endeavor. And then, the, oh, sorry, and then yeah. Can Man Dan. Oh, what a weekend, hey? Yeah. He dropped off this morning as well. So that is breaking a record with the, the most toys donated by and collected by a single individual. Of course, the donations were done because of his efforts. And when those came in, like, you know, those big boxes you see out in the shopping malls are Santa's Anonymous boxes. It was, I believe somebody told me it was eight or nine of those boxes over full. And it's like, oh my gosh, that was just absolutely phenomenal. Can Mandan, you rock. And I know you listened to this show and you said, you texted in last week, said I'm doing, I'm giving it back because when he was a kid, Santa's Santa's um, Anonymous brought toys to him. Yeah, yeah, that's an incredible story. Yeah, and it goes across where no matter what, and it it doesn't matter. And people, we get them self-identifying quite a bit and saying this is is their story. They received it, so they want to give back. So, Lana, the toys that are coming in right now that we watch, we can see behind you. And as you mentioned just a moment ago, there's just a hub of activity here as people are are sorting through all these teddy bears and toys. Will those toys that are arriving today go out for this year? Uh, Some of them will go out this year. And that, uh, because delivery weekend is this weekend, so the majority of our gifts are already ready. But certainly some of them are going out this year. Some will be used for our walk-in program, which is next Thursday and Friday, people who apply too too late for delivery. Um, We also help in disaster and emergency situations, so we keep things on hand for that. And helping uh, emergency relief services and the zebra protection center uh, with their toy closets and different endeavors awesome 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 okay so uh where are we at with what's needed and what is yeah where's the desperate need the desperate need right now uh we're looking at um as i've been saying for the last three weeks the the zero to twos that do not take Mm -hmm. batteries we're still getting some in but they most of them still take batteries um because we want to make sure there's a lot of play value once that battery uh life is gone and the books for five six seven eight year olds because we want to make sure every child gets a reading book okay so books and for the little guys yeah And bringing those right to Chet or right to Santa's Depot so that they can be be put in those packages immediately. Because we can't put that family's gift 
entire package together until we can complete yeah. that individual child stuff. And as always, playability is the most important thing. Playability is just as important as the as the cost. Yeah. And if you're looking at uh, delivering, doing anything like that next week, and you know what we'll do, we'll, we'll get Alana back on a little later on this afternoon. We'll run through all of that and what to expect on Saturday. Right now, though, we'll turn it over to Eileen Bell for the 2.30 news as we continue to broadcast live from 6.30 Chad Santa's Anonymous. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.